0: Motown Rundown. Today is Wednesday, November 23rd. It's our 2022 Thanksgiving special. And by Thanksgiving special, we mean you're probably getting about half an episode and we're missing a guy. So it is just Trent and myself.
1: This is the um, ultimate Cry Man Squad episode of the Motown. This is, rundown. The,
0: this is the Cry Man Squad episode. Crisis of the year.
1: Management Squad, Dwight. <laughs> Yes, that's what we're doing. We're playing hurt, and we're down a guy. And we yeah, short week,
0: short week. I don't sound good. This is my last twenty-four hours, Trent. So, um, yesterday we had our the the Novi Northville game, um, that I had to coach. Did not come out on the right side of that, unfortunately. So I did that. I then played in my own hockey game at nine forty-five. I then went out to Plymouth to the beer league sports offices. Those guys that I do some, some freelance work for was doing some work out there for them until like one 30 in the morning. And then I woke up this morning at five and I went down to LCA to skate on the main ice, which was sweet. We had a nice pickup game on the main ice this morning. So I then proceeded to come home. I took a nap. I have now woken up from this nap as we are recording here at two 10 PM. And I am back on the ice at three 15 to coach. And then I'm going out with my buddies tonight, so I'm I don't sound good. I know this. You this morning woke up and said you were not feeling great. Do you care to elaborate?
1: Well, you know, I just I was in a hot tub last night, and anytime you're in a hot tub and booze is involved, you get really dehydrated. You think you
0: are not supposed to do that.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's not a good mix. So that was, but it was great. It was great to catch up with some buddies. Uh, That was fun. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. I have no. How are you going to be able to make it to Ford Field? That's my question. Are like, dude, are you are you going to be in a body bag? What's the deal?
0: Well, I got to tell you because with your comment this morning about how hungover you felt, again, twenty-one and over, show your ID. Don't drink and drive. Um, <laughs> but, dude, there is a. The, I have definitely lost the step as well. Like, you think you lost your fastball? I just don't. Like even when I go up to the state games, like we were there on on Saturday, I just like don't I don't have it in me to be putting down drinks anymore because I don't I don't well, care to deal the thing, with the hangover I, and I
1: do it, but I just I can't you know I can't stack them like I used to. I could stack yeah, them. I used to be able you to. You don't just...
0: recover as fast. Yeah, nah, that's I mean, how yeah. it is. That's why Lebron's Lebron's in the cryo chamber after every, every game because he can't it can't recover as fast, which is. Which is valid. Um, but I've got a, a group of buddies in town that I'm going to we'll go to dinner and do whatever with. And, you know, there's tons of people that come back in town to see and not a ton of time to do it. And it's not a night that you want to be driving from place to place and trying to make things happen. But I, dude, honest to God, I told you this. I don't want to go to the Lions game tomorrow. And it, it really has nothing to do with the team, it's just Thanksgiving when i mean it's great that i love lions on thanksgiving is one of my favorite things ever like i it just adds that extra element of fun to thanksgiving but i just want to be able to like wake up on my own time wake up at 12:20 you catch like some cold eggs and some cold bacon maybe there's a bagel left and you turn the tv on and you get to watch the lions immediately and all day you're just like sitting around and just being in being near the kitchen when the food's getting made it's all part of the process and then when when the food's ready you're ready to eat versus now uncle steve's coming over at 9 with bagels i got to be up for that we're on the road by 10 i got to fight thanksgiving day traffic i got to i got to fight the turkey trot traffic lions traffic Woodward's closed. It's just going to be absolute mayhem. I don't care to deal with it. And the worst part of all of it is driving home. And then God knows what time we get home because everyone's waiting for us to get back to eat, you know? So, and then, like okay, here's dinner. You come right in. There's dinner. And then what? what It's just, it's too much. I don't care to go. I feel horrible right now. I'm just so tired.
1: Well, I'll say this. Full disclosure to everyone, if you haven't figured it out yet, Ravs and I are both going. We are, um... Kind of going together, kind of not. Uh, Rabs, yeah, I, I, Rabs will be up with me in three eighteen. We'll we'll have a good time. But yes, Brock and I are coming all the way from the west side of the state, which is that, crazy. That's a whole different set of problems. We've never done this before. We don't know what the traffic's going to be like. But hey, I on the other hand, Rabs, I am fired up. I am so fired up for the game. I can't wait. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight because the Lions. Are on a little bit of a win streak. We weren't allowed to call it a win they streak are. at two, and now it's three. It is
0: now that's that finishes my part of the, the legendary major league speech. We won yesterday. If we win today, that's two in a row. If we win tomorrow, that's called a winning streak. It has happened before. The Lions are on a winning streak. And I don't I, I Trent, you and I both had the Lions to cover. I believe I made the comment that I think they went outright. I think you might have said that as well. Yes. Um, but just a just a true. Wire to wire win. I know they were trailing after the first quarter, but it just felt like they were in control of the game. Huge second quarter outscoring the Giants, fourteen nothing. They win the game thirty-one to eighteen. I it just felt like they were in they were completely in control. And the Giants are a seven and two team. And I think the consensus or with a lot of people is maybe similar to the Vikings of that the. The Giants being seven and two isn't reflective of how they actually are as a team. I think they're pretty well coached. Um,
1: Very the well. Giants
0: coached, should not yes. they should not apologize for being seven and two. And you just knocked off a seven and two team. Um, you know you have a road. tough test against Buffalo on the road, and we'll talk about Buffalo here in a second. But um, I just I, I thought it was a great game. Like your defense stood relatively tall. Really good game out of Aiden Hutchinson. Um, your guy too. Who's the other guy? Is Kirby Joseph, the guy I'm thinking of or is he Kirby not even Joseph, play football? Yes. different? Sport and Kirby ones.
1: Joseph has had two great games in the last three weeks. His game against the Bears was not great, but obviously everyone remembers the Aaron Rodgers. You know, he, he picked him off twice in the game, and you know, he's forcing fumbles. He's all over the place. Kirby Joseph has come on strong. Uh, and that's the that's my big takeaway, Rabs. Is we, we talk about how bad the Lions defense has been this year because it, it really has on paper, but it's not a bad defense because of lack of personnel or whatnot or or coaching. I don't think. I think it's fair to say now. Aaron Glenn has like put together a pretty good game plan a couple of weeks in a row. The 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 defense the the deficiencies just simply come from the youth. Like they're starting to build on this a little bit now. And it's not just Aiden Hutchinson and Kirby Joseph. It's it's Jeff Okuda. It's Rodrigo. It's Julian Okwara. It's Will Harris, who's playing corner this year. And it seems to, you know, it's a shot in the arm for him. Jerry Jacobs. There's a lot of names. I mean, this this Paschal kid who's only played a game or two, you know, he mm-hmm. looks, show, showed a little promise in the time that he's gotten. So it's just, that's the encouraging thing. It's, it's not a bad defense because they stink. It's a bad defense because it's a young defense. And it almost looks like you're starting to snowball out of that now. And who knows what the Lions will be able to do on a short week with Josh Allen. That's all I'm saying. But very impressive win against the Giants, as you mentioned. I don't really have a ton to add. It was wire to wire. Jamal Williams, fantastic. I I will say this. This is actually the one other thing that I think we should touch on. I want your thoughts on the play calling offensively. I don't know why the Lions don't run it on first down, and I'm not sure why Justin Jackson gets as many carries as he does, although he's been fine. I just don't quite understand the three-headed monster thing they're doing at running back. But I want your thoughts on that. Am I crazy?
0: Well, I don't. I don't disagree. I don't like. They really do never run the ball on first down. It's it's weird. I my gripe more so is the running back tandem, and and to Jamal Williams's credit. Like what have you done for me lately? The guy had three rushing touchdowns last week. Now, with that being said, Justin Jackson did lead you in in carries and I don't know if he led in carries, but he did have nine carries for sixty six yards. So I think that you, I guess, led the team in rushing by, by by that metric. So I just I don't really understand the way that they use all these guys and and DeAndre Swift just truly must still be banged up. Like they don't, and I know he got in the end zone there late, which was awesome, but. And honestly, like the more and more I watch him run, he does kind of do that. You know, he does a little dance out in the open field. And I don't think he necessarily takes the best, you know, he doesn't hit the hole like Jamal Williams does. And that was a whole big thing that Deuce Staley talked about. um, Deuce Staley's the running backs coach, right? I keep thinking of Deuce McAllister. One of the things he touched on in in hard knocks with with the way that Swift runs, but it just seems to me like Swift is, he is the more dynamic back and if he's not hurt i would like to see him touch the ball more because if he's if he's not like i i don't know why you didn't trade him i don't know what the plan is for the future i think deandre swift is a fine player he's never healthy um which is an issue but i don't yeah, i don't know why justin jackson needs to see the carries that he does but as you said like he's been fine you don't have craig reynolds at the moment and i thought craig reynolds was an awesome piece to have on third down but it is it is strange the way that they Roll those guys out, and I truly don't mind Jamal Williams being the feature back, but they really don't use Swift a lot anymore, which is strange. I, the best part of this whole game was that you only asked Jared Goff to throw the ball like 22 to 25 times, he only threw for like 160 yards. But with that being said, I think because of the fact the Giants were forced to respect the run game a little bit because of the day that Jamal Williams was having, um, and again, not that he's ripping off 60 yard runs, but you at like you know, Jared Goff made the throws where he had to. And Amon Ross St. Brown, week after week, has just been been such a pleasure to watch. And I think it just goes to show at the wide receiver position especially. Like, you don't need to burn a first-round pick on a a guy. And granted, the Lions did do that this year, and Jamison Williams is on the field practicing. It it doesn't seem like he's going to play this week. I don't know what the plan is for that, but, you know, you can can find talent and guys that like he's just such a great possession receiver. That's the bottom line. Like anytime you throw the ball in his direction, it's being caught, and he's fast enough and, and gets good enough separation to make himself open for Jared Goff. And he he's he helps you sustain drive. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, this is an offense that started the year super, super hot and and took a bit of a dip, and I think as of late has kind of found their legs a bit more. I mean, they put up 31 points this week, but uh, you know, the, you got you got some big time help out of your defense too. Um, you know, yes. with, with some turnovers and and giving you good field position to make it, you, you know, to allow you to use a short field. So, um, I think it's it's, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Again, they they have a tough test this week against Buffalo against the real defense. So, um, we'll see how that goes. But I don't know. I just want to see DeAndre Swift more. That's all. And like, I get frustrated when you know DJ Chark is been non-existent all year I know he's been hurt but it just seems like every time I'm trying to think of who the Lions signed a couple of years ago that was always hurt oh like uh, Geronimo Allison you know like yeah they sign him like oh here's a nice piece it's a deep ball threat and you never see him on the field so that Tyrell kind of takes the shit out of me yeah Tyrell Will- thank you it's like every single year Um, but no I, I don't have much to complain about from that game and, and, and truthfully like and I know that you'll probably be on the same wavelength and this is going to sound crazy, but like the, the, the lions still very much have a lot to play for. And to be honest with you, we might be looking at a situation where the Rams have a, have a better draft pick than the lions do.
1: Oh, that's, and that's going to happen. We no own, doubt.
0: We own the lion, the Rams pick, but I mean, holy shit. That's going to happen.
1: No doubt. And I, 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 you mentioned a lot there that I want to touch on, but it's like, the, the the main takeaway, if we can put the offensive play calling to bed, yes, I would like to see DeAndre Swift a little bit more. But it like you said, it's hard to complain when the Lions are winning games by multiple possessions. Like that was just right. that was a, that was a bludgeoning of a seven win team, and it was great. You held Saquon Barkley to 22 rushing yards. That's a guy who is arguably the best running back in the entire league. So I, uh, I you got to tip your hat to those guys and the young guys on the, on the defense who are starting to come together even though like we mentioned on paper still not a great defense but shit rolls downhill and all of a sudden now the lions are 4 and 6 they're looking at a banged up bills team the the schedule from here on out is not impossible so we'll see i think i and, and it's way too early to start talking playoffs and what the scenarios are but essentially what you want lions fans if you want to make the playoffs you need to root for chaos in the NFC Basically, uh, obviously, every time the NFC is playing the uh, the AFC, you're you're rooting for the AFC because you want these losses to pile up in this NFC playoff picture. And the Lions basically have to win. I I, I think they've got to get to the ten win mark to comfortably get in. Now, I I don't want to get way ahead of us here. They got seven games left, right? And they've got you know that would mean that you have you can only afford one more loss. And I know a lot of people probably have that as the Bills here. But I'm just saying, you still got the Jets on the schedule. You're clearly comfortable playing at MetLife. They benched Zach Wilson this morning, which was a crazy little turn of events. Well, I
0: might be honest, they might be better off. I, I think that kid is has a long way to go.
1: Well, maybe so, but I guess the, my my point is just that, like, they're, they're, you can beat a team that has a quarterback controversy, I guess is what I'm saying. So I, I don't even know where to start here. I guess I'm just saying – you are getting Jamison Williams back, and it looks like he's going to come back in December. You do still have Amon Ross, St. Brown. To your point, Rebs, the running game looks as good as it ever has. Although you're you're banged up on the O line going into this Thanksgiving Day game, which is problematic. I don't know. I it's there's a lot to be positive about. Dan Campbell has now you know started stacking them to use his words three in a row, and it just feels a little different. Like they've turned the corner. I I don't know. And to the to the crowd out there that wants to just get upset about draft position and shit, I don't want to hear about it because like Rab's just laid out, the Rams are in a situation where Cooper Cups on IR. They stink as it is. Matthew Stafford's in concussion protocol. They're not winning games. You have that pick. So you might get a top five pick from the Rams, and then you could always package stuff together and move up to get whatever, you know, vaunted quarterback they want. I don't know. It's just – it's way too early to start talking about that kind of shit because, like you said, Rabs, they just do have a lot to play for at this point. And I am just that—that's my big picture speech, I guess, for now. I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. But if the Lions win Thursday, then we really need to start talking about playoffs. That's all I'm saying. Is that fair? At five and six, can we start talking playoffs if they yeah, win?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't—I don't know if ten, like you say, ten wins comfortably. I don't know if they'll even need ten to be honest. But just to see them on the graphic of like in the hunt, I don't know. I mean, look, I I don't have. We haven't had that have years.
1: A, we have not had that kind of juice in years. I guess is what I I'm know. Saying. It's and awesome. I don't,
0: I don't have expectations for this team to make the playoffs. But it, but like, I'm at the point in the year now. Like you've now ripped off three wins in a row. I'm still interested. There was a brief blip where I was like. God, like they, you know, you you watch you watch the Cowboys game coming out of the bye week, and they don't show up at all, and you're like, God, like this, they really are bad, aren't they? And I still don't think they're a great team. Like I don't like they're not, but they've at least they've at least done enough to to compete and play in games and to win. And I think Dan Campbell's gotten a lot better over the last couple of weeks. He's taking his points where where he can, and he has to. Um, I think that the, the, you know, the clock management is somewhat better. Like it's still, you know, I think he's still leaves a lot left to be desired with that, but yeah, I mean, we can, we can, you can call a spade a spade. The lion season is, is not over if they continue to win. And that's, you know, probably stating the obvious, but, um, we can get into the bills game now. Um, if we might as well preview that the bills come to Ford field tomorrow on Thanksgiving, 1230 kick, um, It sounds like the Lions are wearing the gray color rush uniforms.
1: Is Is that true?
0: I I have no idea. I mean, they they really just can't do anything right, can they? Well, I just... What's so hard about it?
1: Well, you know what? They don't win in the Thanksgiving throwbacks, to be fair. They don't win. Well, they don't
0: win, really, in any uniform, but... (laughs) I I if that's if that's true that they're wearing the gray uniforms, I'll just be disgusted. I don't I don't know why it's so hard to just like you literally when when this when they rolled out their their new jerseys that they wear now, part of the rollout was the throwback uniform, and Thanksgiving is the day to wear them. And I like it's so hit or miss. I'm on when they do, but I don't know. We'll see. Nonetheless, um, it's gonna be a tough game. I I don't. I am really hoping that I don't walk into Ford Field and that's like 50% Bills fans. Um it looked like they traveled decently well to come to their game in Detroit against the Browns. Um but look, the the thing that's that you have going for you if you're the Lions is the leading rusher on the Buffalo Bills is Josh Allen. So you really don't have a run game to worry about and if Josh he's Allen banged can he... Yeah, and Josh Allen to me is not a guy that runs the way Justin Fields does. Where it's like this ball is being snapped with the intention of running. It's more of just like Josh Allen reads the field so field so well and can evade pressure that he can then turn into you know big big yardage runs. So um, I don't think there's any need to like I know we we talked about these quarterbacks in the past, like Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields, like spy him, spy him, spy him. I don't think that's the need here but you know they really don't have a running game at, at at all so it's going to come down to if you can stand up and and you know de- i mean defend the pass like that's that's all it comes down to if you can get to Josh Allen make him uncomfortable we've seen Josh Allen become human like he really i do think that he is at the top of the league as far as like the the elite quarterback class just based on arm talent arm talent being able to extend plays he can run a little bit He's kind of got that moxie. I think everyone likes playing for him. Like, that's a guy I would kill to have. But, I mean, he's human. All quarterbacks are. Like, Aaron Rodgers looks like, like, actively looks terrible this year. Tom Brady hasn't been good this year. And we're talking about two old guys. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes, that we've seen in the past, have really, really poor games. So, it's possible. You just got to get to him. And I, I, I think this is, this is a, a game where I look at the coaching staff and I'm like, let's let like if you if they can game plan this game properly they can stay in it for sure like it's it's just a matter of understanding what the bills like to do on offense and you know the bills have a have a tough d i don't know who's playing who's not for these guys i'm trying to look through the Tremaine edwards so. is
1: out their their pro so bowl is, linebacker is
0: out So was Kair leem aj epin fuck yes. how do you say that
1: epinisa epinasa i don't know he was he was a guy the lions almost drafted a couple of years ago. yeah
0: i know i remember that um He's doubtful. So I don't know, man. I mean, I, I like, can they win the game? I guess. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I don't really have any thought. I don't really have any thought. I'm excited to watch. Like, I just stay in the game, be competitive. That's it.
1: Well, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to give much more of a like preview than that, because you're exactly right, Rabs. We don't know what we, we really don't know what's going on. One team is trending up. That is the Lions. One team is trending down as of late. That's the Bills. Now, the Bills went into this season as the prohibitive Super Bowl favorites. And that's why on, you know, opening night, opening Thursday night in the NFL, when they completely ran the Rams pockets and every no one knew what was going on at that time. We didn't know the Rams were going to be terrible and we didn't know that the, how good the bills were actually going to be, but everyone kind of wrote this game off going way back to then. I remember people were already selling their Thanksgiving tickets. Like that's going to be an absolute murder on live TV. Not the case anymore. I don't think given where these two teams are at. So you, you mentioned the injuries uh I, I will say the the one thing that hurts you, it seems like every single year is the fact that it is just on a short week. I love playing on Thanksgiving. I love it, but it's like there's always one or two key guys out for you. And this year, uh it's already Jeff Okuda ruled out, Jonah Jackson ruled out. Now Evan Brown is doubtful. So that's two guys in your O-line already that you're most likely gonna be without. Um Pascal and Chark are both questionable. I would love to have Chark try to get him back in the mix. He only had one target against the Giants, but that's a guy who, especially when you're trying to work Jameson Williams back in, you can maybe stretch the field a little bit more with Chark. I'd like to see the Lions, you know, stick to the run game. But if it's... with this banged up O line, if you got to go to the pass, you got to trust Jared Goff. You got to trust amon Ross, St. Brown, and of course, that's where you get a little nervous here and there. I don't know. I like the Lions' chances. I think the line is way too big. If we want to start moving into the actual picks here, is it still at ten?
0: Yeah, it's at nine and a half. So. And, and
1: I just, I, mean, I think that's ridiculous. Again, I, I don't mean to harp on it, but it's like the Giants. Or not the Giants, excuse me. The Bills just lost a game to the Jets, who benched their quarterback this morning. Like I, I don't, I don't see this being a double-digit game either way. To be completely honest with you, I like the Lions' chances. If we want to get right into it, I think the spread's ridiculous.
0: Yep. So the spread for this game is is nine and a half. The Bills are laying the points. I will start with Ryan Collins' picks, who's obviously not here with us today. Um, he is ten and eight in the picks for the Lions. He said Lions money line and over. I didn't even send him the spread and didn't send him the, uh the total, but the total is 54 and a half. Brian Collins is taking the lions. We'll go plus nine and a half. Cause that's what we do here. And he'll take the over. Um, I myself am also 10 and 10 and eight Um, with lions picks. I'm going to take the lions. Cause I just, I really do think it's too many points. And like, I think that they have, I, I like this. I think this game means more to the lions. I really do. I know the, the bills. I mean, the, the bills like, for the first half of that Browns game didn't look great, but they kind of got right and just took care of business. I think this game means a lot more to the lions. And I think they, I really do think that they play like when I watch other football teams play, there is an an—I think the lions do play hard. Like, I think that they, you know, you, you can tell that they're engaged and they, and they work hard and, um, I just think nine and a half is too much. Can they win the game? Will they win the game? Ah, probably not. Honestly, I think at the end of the day, like you're just playing a better team. I will take the under 54 and a half. Um, I just don't. I mean, the Bills do not give up very many points at all. So I think it's going to have to be one of those games where you just have to hope that Josh Allen is just not right and you just keep it a, a low scoring game and grind them out. And I I, I think 54 and a half or a banged-up Josh Allen, and a Bills defense against the Lions offense that, granted, has turned on a bit in the last couple of weeks, and we've seen some sweet flashes, but I don't know. I don't see it. I'll take the under.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take the over. <clears throat> I'm going to start there just because I think this Bills defense is very porous. I will say that and this lions defense is very young and that is when you put those two things together and you put a you, you sprinkle in the little nationally televised uh aspect of things i like a high scoring game <clears throat> excuse me and i like the lions to cover um I actually like the Lions outright, but this is that's not what we do on this show. Unless your name is Ryan Collins. By the way, Ryan Collins is totally fine. I don't think we mentioned anything. He's fine. He just couldn't he couldn't squeeze it in on a short week here. It's we're all busy. We're very busy. Oh, he
0: was sick. He was sick the last time we talked.
1: Yes. Yeah. He's doing totally fine. By the way, to our listeners who love Ryan Collins as much as we do, um, I I just like the Lions here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jeez. I like the Lions to cover solely because I think they'll be able to get the run game going, even with this depleted O line. You know the Lions have kind of proven all year they can plug and play anyone on that O line, and uh, it's going to be a close game either way. But I, I, I have nothing interesting to say here. Ten is too many. I don't know. It's almost like a it's it's scary to me what, what how big this line is. Like, has has Vegas not watched a snap of Lions football? Do they know something we don't? Uh, Josh Allen has still has that elbow injury. They don't even try to run the ball. So if you're able to keep him in check, you'll win. I truly think you've got the better you've got the better product right now in in, in Detroit. So I'll take the Lions. I'll take the over because I don't think much defense is going to be played. I think big defensive plays will be made in key moments, but I don't think you know there's not going to be a whole lot of uh, three and outs going on in my opinion. So Lions over. One pride. Forward down the field, baby. Let's go. Five and six.
0: All right. Uh Mortal Locks. Ryan Collins submitted his more that dude. He is on nine and two on Mortal Locks compared to your five and six and my three and eight. What did, did I have you, last year? Like, you, um, you I don't even Eagles, remember. The Eagles minus six and a half. Yes, they won I did. by one.
1: Yeah, gosh. That was terrible. That okay, was sorry. Go ahead.
0: Um, I gotta find this game. I also wanna to mention too at the beginning at the beginning of the year we all did picks of like our future picks. Trent has Georgia to win the national championship. Uh so obviously we don't know the outcome of that one yet. Mine is done. My mine is Michigan State over seven and a half wins. You can kiss that one goodbye because that is well that doesn't that doesn't include bowl games, right? With the, no those with totals. Correct. I, th- I mean they got a fucking real uphill battle that even pray to make a bowl game here ryan collins this is i remember ryan collins giving out old miss under eight on the podcast and then he texted us later and was like oh i actually bet them over eight on accident but i still want them under eight and they're at eight wins right now so i don't i mean i think right now they're pushing right probably but nonetheless ryan collins is more to lock this week is old miss minus two at home against mississippi state So that's his mortal. Trent, do you have one? I need to go look. I'm never, never prepared for this.
1: No, I have one for you. I just have to find out what it is. Okay, here is, excuse me, here it is. And I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, can I do World Cup, Rabs? Can I do World Cup or no? You can
0: do whatever. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Because I like the... Mortal lock. It's just the mortal lock.
1: (sighs) Ah. Okay. You know what? No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go lions money line. That's my mortal lock lions. Wow. Money line. I'm sorry. I have to, I haven't done it all year. Got a good feeling going to be in the building for the first time since week two, I think was the last time I was at a lions game. Yeah. Or no, no, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not 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 doing math today. I don't know. Feel different about the team. I'm also lazy and I haven't looked at any of the lines. So there's that. I was going to take the U.S. plus 525 against England on Friday, but unfortunately, that's just not a lock. I think that, that you know we got to just try to draw England. We'll see what happens there. But by the way, Rams, have you watched any of the World Cup? No.
0: I'm going to say something controversial.
1: Well, you, I shocker, you hate it, dude.
0: I I don't hate the World Cup, but. I do not care. Like if the United States won a world cup, I I, like, first of all, they, they aren't, they won't, but it's just like, I don't, I get it, man. It's all, it's all relative to your country, like in Europe or in Brazil or in Argentina, where soccer is King and they don't play hockey and they don't play American football and all these things. I get it. Like, it's a big deal. Just like for me, People think I'm crazy when the United States, like back when the NHLers could play in it because it's bullshit now. But when when the United States was playing Canada in the Olympics for the gold medal in hockey when I was in like eighth grade, like that was huge for me. And there were probably people out there that were like, oh, I don't like hockey, I don't care. Where me, you know, 1980 Olympics, uh, USA beats Russia. Like those are culturally significant things that are like some of the greatest victories ever that other people probably don't care about. And I acknowledge that, but you can't, nobody can sell me that the world cup is like this. Oh, everyone, everyone wants the U S to win. I mean, of course you want your country to win, but like everyone watches the world cup. It's the biggest sporting event every four years. Like dude, miss me with that shit. They're playing in fucking Qatar. They you can't sell booze in the stadium. They're like they're they're not letting reporters do their job outside yeah, the outside the stadium. It's such a mess. Like soccer is such a crooked ass sport. Okay, and I okay. know. That it's, okay, okay, but I know that okay. it's growing. I know that it's like growing here in the U.S. I don't care, dude. Okay. I don't. I'm so not the short, watch. The,
1: the short answer to my question is no. You do. No. You have not watched World Cup. Okay. U.S. has a big, big match on Friday. I'm hoping they'll be able to rebound from a tough draw against Wales. That's all I would England? just to to I would like to get out of the group stage. That's all I have to say. That's my that's my soccer corner for the week. Um, I will say this. Yes, what is TCU
0: it? minus ten all time trap game probably because it, it it makes no sense that they're only favored by ten. Like Iowa State's bad, bad, and I just think that TCU needs a big win. This is it. This is their last game before the conference championship. I think a nice blowout here at home to end the season. They go into the conference championship and we'll see what happens and it solidifies themselves in the college football playoff. TCU minus 10. That's my mortal lock.
1: Okay, perfect. I like yeah, it. I like I actually like it. By the way, there there is a lot of chaos right. that could ensue in the college football playoff. That's another that's another dance for another song for another dance. We will get to it, but it is there's juice. There's juice for the CFP right now
0: for sure. Big game this weekend for Michigan, not Michigan state. I don't care anymore, but excited to watch that. Maybe
1: Ohio state money line should have been my lock. I don't know. I actually, I think Michigan's going to win though, to be honest, which sucks, but
0: Eh, I don't know song for another time. Good luck. Good luck to all involved. All (laughs) right. That's it. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. We're going to get this episode out tonight so you guys can hear it. And I don't know, maybe maybe sit around the living room around a nice meal and listen to it with your family. The Motown, a household name, Motown Rundown Podcast. Right. Uh, that's it for us today. For Trent Bailey and in spirit, Ryan Collins, I am Ryan Rabinowitz. Um, make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify. We're exclusively on there to listen to episodes. Um, leave us a five-star rating if you would like. If not, that's that's fine. But if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Uh, We're on social media, too. You guys are more than welcome to jump into conversation. At Motown underscore rundown. We're also on Facebook at the Motown Rundown page. Uh, and That's it. Happy Thanksgiving from us to you. Go Lions. Uh, Be safe tonight. Uh, For all you hooligans out there that like to get after it on Thanksgiving Eve. And uh, we'll see you next week.